Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. been talking uh, about the secret place and balance secret place and balance secret place in general balance more specifically for our first-time visitors let me catch you up really quick and I love doing this I love repeating it Uh, the secret place is the place where we say the father is as Matthew 6 6 says the baby is the baby okay bless the baby Jesus (laughs) come on bless baby Jesus Matthew 6, 6 says, when you pray, don't pray all loud in public, but go into your secret place where the Father is. And he who sees in secret will reward you openly. Okay? So the Father is in secret. He's in your secret place. Now, I don't know whether that's the heart, the mind, but I do know it's somewhere in the realm of the soul. Like the specific location of the secret place, I don't know. But it's the place where we all hear the Father. Everybody hears him. The baby that's crying right now and you. Everybody hears the Father, right, in their secret place. That's where they, that's what they, that's what they say. We have a moral compass. You just don't do wrong to your neighbor. You just wouldn't. They say you got to be, like, insane a little bit to stab somebody to death because it's inhumane. It's not in your nature to keep, just, after a while, it's just, it's like, but if you're evil and wicked, you could just stab them. But it's not in your moral makeup to harm another individual like that. People will rather shoot you from a mile away than that because you can't just, you, you, you can't be in your right mind and do that much harm to another human naturally. Now, we say it's naturally, but I believe it's the father in us screaming, yo, no, that ain't right. It don't feel right. And he engages all your chemicals and all your, and it's like, oh, it don't feel right. You might stab somebody once and be like, it wasn't a good idea. Because you're not naturally made up to do that. And I, I'm, not, I'm not crediting nature. I'm crediting God who put the boundaries on nature. Are y'all hearing me? So the Father speaks to all of us. We say things like, something told me not to go. Something told me to go. Something told me to stay. Something told me to go here. That's God. That's the Father. Even though you're not saved, even though you never prayed, even though you never heard about God, you still hear him in your secret place. Are y'all hearing me? That's why Romans 2 says you're without excuse. Everyone knows that God exists and he's real, whether you even heard about him or not. You can walk outside and see the clouds like, how how does that stay up there? How is there different shapes to clouds every day? How does the sky look differently every day? If you would take the time to consider these things, it will lead you on the path or the pursuit of who God is. So God put things in nature so that all men will seek after him. Where does water come from? Where does wind come from? You can't even see it. But it's just like, who who invented wind? Are are y'all hearing me? So if you take the time to consider that, it'll lead you to the God that's already speaking to you in your secret place. I can't see wind. I just know when somebody's breath don't smell good. That's just, I'm just playing. Y'all must need a mint. I'm just playing. But you can't see it. You don't know where it comes from or where it's going, but you feel it. It makes you cold. It makes you adjust your outfit. You walk outside, oh, a little chilly today. You, who does that? 
Who determines the weather? Now, I know man is trying to mess with it now and all that stuff, but God did it. He put all things in nature so that we will know that there's something greater than man that did all this. And I know you're talented. I know you're cute. I know you swagged out, but there's somebody greater than you. Come on. And his name is, his name is, one more time, his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. So in our secret place, he speaks to all of us. I want to bring this back up really quick uh, before I go into this. I want to bring it back up. The Bible says that, uh, well, not the Bible, but studies say he speaks to all of us. A two-year-old will lie because something in them is saying, don't tell, don't tell the truth. But there's something in them like, no, you better tell the truth. A, a, a little two-year-old will sneak because they know it's not right. How do they know it's not right? The secret place. So two-year-olds is without excuse. 80-year-olds are without excuse. But the Bible says in Romans that we suppress the truth that we know. We suppress it. So we hear God speaking and we ignore him because we want to do us so bad. Come on, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Most of us, if we get in trouble, we can't say, oh, I, I didn't even know. I, I. Tell somebody you already know. And it's cool. I prepared for the silence. It always gets quiet on this part. Because we like that, well, my teacher ain't tell me. My, my, they never told me. I, you already know. We don't like this. I say we. We, we don't like it because we so aggressively want to do what we want to do. And if somebody don't literally tell us don't do it, it's cool. Thank you, uh, D'Angelo. I'm glad you're here this morning. You know what we do? Oh, I got one. Let me, let me move off this subject because I know we don't like it. I got one. If you know you're about to do something off, you planned it, you know it's wrong, and then you be like, God, if it ain't you. Where my real section at? Lord, if it, you, you on the way there, you got ga fresh gas. You ain't get regular, you got super. 94, not 83, 80, 94. God, if it ain't you, let me get pulled over by the cops. You driving under the speed limit. We want like a divine, huge interruption for what we already know we should not be doing. That's private or public. Lord, if I ain't supposed to do this, cut my phone off now. <laughs> we want God to force us to do what we already know not to do or to do. I don't have to put you on a, we're all praying tomorrow. We're all praying. I, the pastor, I, you know you should pray. So I'm not talking about just not doing things, but proactive things as well. Things that exercise your faith. You know you should pray. Well, I got to say, everybody, let's pray. This week we're praying. I'm still going to do that, but I don't want that to be the only time we pray. You already know you should be praying. You already know you should drink more water. Oh my gosh, God, when God speaks to you, he doesn't speak all heavenly things. God actually knows you're in the earth. Yeah, man, so he'll give you kind of instructions that fit here. Drink more water, eat better. You got a little cramps after you're done eating, that's that grease from that Popeye's, that's all. That's all that is, that's that grease. 
We all have had it. That little thing right, that grease patch. Come on. You don't need a personal trainer to tell you to adjust your diet. You shouldn't need it. You already know. Anytime anybody comes to you, most of the time with a life adjustment, it's confirmation. you like, are you right? You're right because I said, you right because I, I, you already know. Don't be forced to do things. That's how you lend yourself to manipulators. I only do what you say. If you tell me I do it, and now they take advantage of you not knowing how to do on your own, and now I can control you with my instructions. Okay, let me get into the word. Yeah, man. Don't be controlled by that. So if you already know, do look at your neighbor and say, act like you know. I like how you said that out there. Yeah, I like that. You like, girl, act like you know. Tell your neighbor just like she did. Say, act like you know and stop playing. I ain't got to tell you to pray. Men should always pray. I ain't got to tell you to do that. I ain't gotta, you should always do that. And guess what? It benefits you. The wisdom you're looking for in your life is in your discipline to pray. It's not, I can't wait till live so I can get some wisdom. I can't wait till live. Uh-uh. I'm not your wisdom source. God is. I know pastors don't tell you this. I know that. I'm not your wisdom source. God is. I don't ever want you to say, I can't wait to get to live for the wisdom. I mean, I, I love to share and we're going to continue to do it, but this cannot be your source because Ty can get sick. Oh, God, rebuke it in Jesus' name. We good up in here in Jesus' name. <laughs> but it can happen. I can miss a flight and not make it. So you ain't got no wisdom that day? No, I am not your source. God is. So you can tap into wisdom any day, any second, any hour of the week. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is your power. This is your advantage. This is the reason why we're all in Christ. Because I can do all things through live. I can do all things through church. No, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So when the church doors are closed, Christ's doors are still open. Did y'all hear what I said? Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. Yeah, my Chick-fil-A. Okay. So the Bible says, <laughs> I want to mention this as well before I continue. Studies call it the noetic effect of sin. Liv, you should know this. But if not, I want to say it to the first-time visitors. The noetic effect of sin. Look it up. N-O-E-T-I-C. N-O-E-T-I-C. Look it up if you want to. If not, take my word for it. The noetic effect of sin, scholars believe, is the effect that sin has on the mind. From the original sin of Adam and every sin we sin after that, it has a damaging effect on our noose or our brain, our mind. It makes us more hostile, hostile towards God and the things of God. So because of Adam's sin, when he bit the fruit, it made every man hostile. Not just a, a, against God or not like it. Like some people see movies, I don't like it. But some people are hostile against it. It's not just I don't like God. I mean, do you? Hostile against God. So because of Adam's sin, 
We are all born in that hostile state against the things of God. Are y'all hearing me? So, and it, and it said that every time we sin, we grow a little more hostile each time. We grow a little more against him each time we engage in sin. I don't know if it's this much or this much. I don't know your secret place. But that's why we shouldn't and are commanded to not sin. I don't want you to sin. Not only does it jack up your relationships and jack up your earth experience, right? Thou shall not lie. Lying don't hurt God. He's in your secret place. He know you lie. But lying can damage the relationship of the person you're lying to. Okay. But the world, never mind. Thou shall not steal. All these things affect these horizontal relationships. The vertical relationship as it pertains to sin has already been taken care of. Jesus died on the cross to settle the score with sin. We do not have sin reigning over us. There's no punishment for sin because Jesus died to remove for the remission, the removal of sin. So between you and God, when you sin, it's covered. Between you and God, when you fall, he picks you up. Between you and God, when you make a mistake, he corrects it. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. Between you and God, you're good when you repent. And when you sin, when you repent after sinning, you're covered. Your, your sins are covered by the blood. I'm not encouraging you to sin because also it's not just a vertical effect. There's a horizontal effect. Your families are affected when you steal. Your families are affected when you commit adultery. Your families are affected when you lie. Your families are affected when you're jealous and envious and covet your neighbor's stuff. You are, your friends, you, your surroundings are affected. So even though you're covered by God, you can be, you can be off with who you dwell with. Y'all understanding that? So God is saying, even though we might be good, I got grace. I got love. My love is everlasting. Your friend's love is not. They're going to bounce as soon as you mess up. <laughs> How many of y'all have experienced some bouncing friends? Okay. So he's saying, don't mess up your horizontal relationships with sin. But the noetic effect of sin is each time you do it, you grow a little more against God and the ways of God. The more you sin, the further you walk away from God. And the more faint his voice becomes. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. To the point where some don't even believe there is a God. I've grown so accustomed to not hearing him, I don't believe he exists anymore. We don't want to grow apart from God to the point where we're fools. The Bible says, a fool says in his heart, there is no God. So in your secret place, you know God exists. You know he's there. But a fool turns his back on who he knows there and be like, please, I make my own. When you act foolishly, you're acting like there's no God in your secret place. Because you got the wisdom you need here. You got the wisdom. When you turn your back on wisdom, you act foolishly. I should have did a class. I'm sorry about that. 
So this is all the secret place. You already know. In your secret place, God has given you identity, your mind. You ain't got to impress nobody else. You ain't got to bend over backwards for nobody else. You belong to me. You're a child of the king. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You ain't got to do flips for nobody's approval. You already got my approval. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. And I'm already well pleased with you. I said your father is pleased with you. Mistakes and all, he loves you. He gives you identity, he gives you instruction, he gives you wisdom, and it's in the secret place, my first closing, I got three. It's in the secret place, he gives you balance. Balance is in the secret place because everybody has different measures. So, so, can I get that graphic up there, please? Yeah, so it's like a scale. The Bible says a false balance, a false balance is an abomination. So in my life, I might have too much over here, leaning it this way. So I might say, hey, I need to chill more. I need to have more fun. While some of us may be too far on this, like this. Like, hey, I'm having too much fun. It's quiet, but I know y'all getting it. It's okay, y'all thinking, right? I'm assuming y'all thinking. I can't always tell you what's balanced for you. Your family can't always tell you what's balanced for you. They can see you every day and not know your secret place. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It's in the secret place where God tells you where balance is. The, the, the saying is ex, excess or too much of anything. Excess, ex, excess is a sign of lack of self control excess uh, excess too much when you do too much of something it's a sign of lack of self-control what can't you stop doing oh, y'all gonna make me come out my little hoodie and my jacket I thought I could chill the whole sermon I'm coming out of both I'm going in yeah let's I ain't know I had to work this hard today. What can you not stop? What do you have to do? Whatever you have to do, you serve. Whatever you choose to do, it serves you. Where's my church this morning? Are you hearing me? I remember being addicted to pornography. I had to watch it. I couldn't sleep. I would be up all night. Y'all better say amen if I tell my business. <laughs> Y'all like, ooh, I, amen, I need all that. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, I need all that. Don't have me up here like I owe y'all this information. I could just give you all the word and we can go home, but I'm trying to connect with y'all right now. I couldn't sleep. I was hungry, but it came first. I was tired, but that came first. I could not function unless I first watched that. I was serving it. It was my master. What can you not stop? What can you not refrain from? What can you not take a break from? Is it your boo? Uh-oh. 
boy got quiet. Oh, they leave. Don't leave. Oh, man, they leave. Can you go a day? Babe, I'm taking a break today. I just want to seek the Lord. What will be the response to that text? If not, the relationship is your master. I'm not telling any of y'all to do it, but if your secret place tells you, you better listen. How can you not go a day without talking to your boo, but go months? Go months without talking to him and don't even flinch at it. How are we comfortable not talking to God for months? But can't go where she at. She said she was in the shower. She should be out by now. He said he was on the way home from work. It's 27.3 minutes. You know exactly the whereabouts of your boo and they better be there. You call me when you walk in the house. Call me when you're done. Call me 19 million times a day. You got to connect with them. But no time a day. Uh-oh. That's not balance. We feed the source of our pleasures, but not the source of our strength. We plead the, we please the source of our pleasures, but not the source of our lives. That's why your pleasure is strong, but your strength is weak. Your pleasure is strong, but your joy is weak. Your pleasure is, pleasure is strong, but your wisdom is foolish. We know how to please ourselves. It's the same cultivation. It's the same. You cultivate it. You talk every day. You get to know her. You get to know him. Okay. Uh, then he graduates to you. Uh, uh, and you build it. And you. Uh, uh. It's the same thing with God. I'm just saying, how are we cool with never? Speaking this way. But we're out of it if this don't respond. They finally hit you after 16 text messages. I'm sorry, I had to talk to my mom. Yo! You mean you had to talk to your mom? You know I was waiting to talk. You're going crazy. I need us to go crazy if we don't hear from God. Lord, I've been praying where you at. I've been seeking you where you at. I've been fasting where you at. I won't let you go until you bless my soul. God, where are you? I'm like a fish out of water if I don't hear from you. I'm like a flower without rain if I don't hear from you. Refresh me. Restore me. Talk to me. Anybody desperate for his voice in here? Let me see who I'm surrounded by. Anybody desperate for his voice? I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless. Woo. Bless me now. My Savior, I come to thee. Whatever you cannot say no to controls you. Do not be controlled 
by anything. If you can't, if it's impossible not to partake, check your relationship to that thing. It was once pleasure, now it's your master. Keep it pleasure. Keep it in the pleasure realm where you come in and out and you enjoy it, not the master realm where you got it. Let that red velvet cupcake pass you this Thanksgiving. It got quiet to my left. Let me go to my... <laughs> Let that sweet potato pie, here you go. No, I don't want it. I don't want it, aunt. You got it, aunt. You got it, auntie. You got it, auntie. You got it. You got it, auntie. High taste. High taste, aunt. High. Are you going to put the ice cream on it? Okay, you going to put the ice cream on top? No, nah, it looks good. No, nah, it looks good. It looks good. What would it taste like? It's good. How's the crust? How the crust? How the crust? <laughs> Let it pass you. You don't have to do it in the name of Thanksgiving. I'm just trying to keep it light. We don't want to be controlled by anything. Balance it. God doesn't want your life like this. Some people are just too saved to, to exist. That's why people don't like coming to church. You just all, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, give me a name, y'all. Alma. Barbara. How you doing, Barbara? As you can see, I'm fine. How are you? You. I'm fine. I'll go check on Clarence. <laughs> Some people are too saved to, to just exist. We love your salvation. We love you speaking tongues. We love that you got a relationship with God, but you off balance. God don't even like that. Too churchy. You just... relationship with God will give you that balance. Speak to them just like you're a regular human being, because guess what? You are. And then some people have no prayer life. You just heavy into your own way, heavy into your own thoughts, heavy into your own reasoning, heavily into your own research, heavy in Google, but light in the Bible. Let me go. I knew this. It's cool. I, I, I'm just trying to, I knew it was going to be the, the last one, so let me get it all out. Too much of anything is a type of bondage. So balance is now a sign of freedom. You got that? So if I can't say no, I'm bound to that thing. But if I can pick and choose and I got balance, I'm free. So I'm really trying to set you free this morning. Are y'all hearing me? Look at your neighbor and say, don't do nothing too much. Put that scripture up, please. Look at the other side and say, don't do anything too much. Don't try to be too right all the time. Y'all see this Bible? This is the Bible. This ain't the Bible. It's the Bible. Don't try to be too right all the time. And don't try to be too wise either. Why should you destroy yourself in this way? Try to be right and cross every T and dot every I and not make a mistake and... Next step, next step, next step. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, next step, next step. 
right, all right. Next foot. All right, cool. Next foot. It's too much to try to cross every T and dot every I. Why destroy yourself like this? Your righteousness is filthy rags. Receive my righteousness and live. Hallelujah. Somebody scream live. Oh, but don't be too wicked and don't be a foolish person because you'll die young if you do so. When you ignore your secret place, when you ignore the wisdom you already know, you'll die young with your foolish choices. Try to avoid going too far in doing anything. Those who honor their secret place, God will avoid doing too much of anything. Let me close this. Second close it. Balance is an issue of weight. It's an issue of weight, right? Some of us got too much weight on anger, but not enough on forgiveness. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, we, we, we got too many, too much weight on one thing where our lives is imbalanced. Many of the issues in our life stems from imbalance. Frustration. Some of us are frustrated in life because you're not balanced. Uh, here's another one. The God was just giving me a whole list of things. Stress. Some of us are stressed, not because it's because of imbalance. He said boredom. People are bored for lack of balance. Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. Check this out. Uh, and, and people are unhappy. Unhappiness is a sign of imbalance. It's not that I'm unhappy because I don't have what I need in my life. I have everything I need. It's just not balanced. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm unhappy. I have a husband. I have a wife. I have kids. I got a house. I got a job. So, but I'm still not happy because all my focus is on my kids. Mother. All right, it's not a lot of mothers in here. All my focus is on my spouse. It's the, you're, you're imbalanced, so you end up unhappy. And then you enter into the realm of a, mar a martyr. A martyr is one who resents the good things that they do for people. So when I do good things to you, now I'm upset about it. After a while, they always using me. Everybody taking from me. You're upset because you don't have balance in your life. So now you hate the good that you do. When you ain't got balance in your life, you start resenting good things that you do for people. You get a text from a person, you already irritated because all you do is give, 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 and you never take time for yourself. All right, let me end it. Are y'all hearing me? Fatigue, tiredness is a sign of imbalance. Fatigue, it says, be not weary. It didn't say get not weary. Don't be that. You can get tired for a season, that's fine, because you need the rest. But don't become a weary person. Are you hearing me? The enemy, the enemy loves tired Christians. He loves people that say this. Go ahead, tell them what they, he loves people that say this. Show that video real quick. Real quick. He loves people that say this. Say it again. What do he say? 
tired of this church. I'm tired of the church. I'm tired. <laughs> the enemy loves people who are sick and tired. He can communicate effectively if you're wore out. He can tempt you easier if your brain is tired. Your brain is a muscle. It needs rest. Y'all missing what I'm saying? The enemy loves workaholics. He loves the OCD people. He loves people that keep working the muscle of your brain. You can't team no sleep. Yes. He loves team no sleep because your brain muscle gets tired. When you keep working out too much and don't let your muscles rest. And then you go to try to pick up simple things and it's too heavy. You can't even pick up your shoe because you wore out your muscles. So decisions that should be easy for your brain becomes very difficult because you don't rest. Man, y'all, you don't balance. Be not weary and well-doing, y'all, because in due season, come on, you shall, I said you shall reap if you faint not live do not faint before you reap in the name of Jesus I prophesy that none of us will be too wore out to reap none of us will faint before we reap you've been faithful you've been given you've been sacrificing don't faint before you reap the hour is coming harvest is coming the time is coming God says God says get ready to reap live I feel this in my live i don't know where this came from but i feel it in my spirit god is saying get ready to reap the harvest is coming the blessing is coming the miracle is coming don't be too tired to collect it don't be too wore out to receive it somebody scream in the building I feel harvest. I said I feel harvest. You've been sowing seeds in secret. God is about to give you harvest in public. You've been quiet in your prayer time. God is about to be loud with your blessing. Get ready to live out loud. Get ready to live out loud. Get ready. feel harvest for some reason Woo! it's in me harvest when they sold seeds you sow seeds you put it in the ground you cover it the water takes care of it when you reap you gotta pluck off the corn you gotta it takes strength to reap modern day church has made it so that to reap means that you chill and it all comes to you the real reapers in the Bible? Oh, let me show you what reaping looks like. Let me show you what reaping looks like. You got corn crops. You got crops all up. They had to get down. They had to get on their knees and gather all. Y'all missing what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to get on your knees to reap. Sometimes you got to get low to reap. You can't reap being arrogant. You can't reap being prideful. You got to humble yourself. Ah! Humble yourself. That's what I mean by get ready for harvest. Humble yourself. Get low because the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers. 
It takes work to reap. It takes work to collect. But God says collection season is coming. Get ready to collect. Everybody that lied on you, get ready to collect celebration. They lied in one season, but they're going to celebrate you in this season. God said get ready to collect an abundance. It takes humility to reap. It takes strength. Ruth had all these, they had bags and, of sheaves of corn and all that. It takes strength. You can't afford to be too tired to collect. Can't be too tired to gather. Your harvest is coming. I need strength for this. I need strength for this. I need strength. What does strength look like? Patience. Because when you get blessed, sometimes your patience runs thin with others. <laughs> Let's say financial. If you got money now, get my, hey, come, somebody, get my car, please. Somebody, because if you got money, you ain't got patience. That's why some of us ain't got a lot of money. <laughs> you need patience. With increase comes patience. With increase comes kindness. You get less nice the more you get. So, God give you a new car, new house, and a hundred million dollars today? You ain't speaking to nobody. You coming up and live like. You pass that off from basket like. You get inconsiderate. Come on, y'all did that with a $5 raise. You did that with your Christmas bonus. Nobody can tell you nothing. You don't have strength to reap. Strength looks like patience. Strength looks like kindness. And I'm saying that because you don't always feel like being kind. So it takes supernatural strength to remain kind with abundance. It's quiet, but I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. You got to increase your humility, increase your patience, increase your kindness, increase your consideration, increase your serving. Why will God give you more to continue to serve you? We're not ready for increase. If increase comes today, and you only knew what you're going to, if I get $100,000 today, I know what I'll do for me. If you only know what you'll do for you, clock in the work tomorrow. Ain't coming. But if you got vision to serve, if I get a million dollars, who, y'all, I know what I'm going to give the city. I know what I'm going to give the church. I know what I'm going to give my family. I know what I'm going to give God. I know the business I'm going to start. I know the service I'm going to provide. Everybody that got that mindset, get ready for increase. Hey! I know it ain't everybody, so everybody ain't got to make noise. But if it's you, I dare you to open your mouth. I am done. Everybody's standing. I'm done.
I don't know where that increased harvest thing came from. It kind of disrupted where I was going today. Please no walking. We're about to leave. I cannot stand when people just start a beeline out of here. We'll all get out of here in a few minutes. Unless it's an extreme emergency, please respect this moment and not walk, please. Forgive me for saying I cannot stand it. For some of us, it's an emergency. But if it's totally unnecessary, please do not walk. If so, what? Won't, won't live out half their days? A disobedient child won't live out half their days. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Sure. I'm not trying to threaten you to, to be obedient. <laughs> not that she wasn't, because she went in. You could drop dead as soon as you leave here. You could fall on the floor and cut your neck. a rock and a bus run over you. She went a little far, but it's what she's saying is kind of, it's true. <laughs> I really just wanted to say to you today that a major key to your life is balance. There are certain things you want to throw away that you may just need to balance. You don't have to throw away everything just because you gave it too much attention. Have you ever seen the, uh, oh, we still have Wednesday, October, right? Wednesday. Okay, so I got another day. I got one more service on this. Come out Wednesday if you can. Have, amen. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw tissues on people's houses on mischief night. Come to church. Do y'all have mischief night in Orlando? You don't know what that is? Good, good. I'm not going to teach you. Good. Don't even look it up. Anyway, <laughs> it's when people throw eggs at people's houses the night before Halloween and put toilet paper on their trees. So I'm so, it's Jersey. Okay, that's not here. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even want to teach you. And I'm glad you don't know where I live. Okay, so, you ever seen the people that have to spin all those plates on these like little sticks? They spin the plate and then they turn around like this and all the plates is spinning. You ever, never seen that? Okay. Balancing your life is kind of like that. You have to give all your concentration to the plate you're spinning. But for a season, you got to go to the next plate. When that's spinning on its own, when your kids know the rules of the house, you ain't got to micromanage. Now you got to focus on your business. Spin your business. When your business got a little flow of its own, you ain't got to put too much attention on it. Now go to your marriage. Babe, you good? I got you, baby. I know I've been with the kids, and I know I've been with my job, but you. And make sure that's been. Oh, and then that was getting loose, so go back to the. Oh, and then go. Seasons of spinning. Yeah. False balance is trying to spin all of them at the same time. You'll break all of the glasses. You'll break 
all of your vision. You'll break all of your relationship. You'll break down your own body trying to spend everything at the same time. God, what's priority? What's more important? What's first? What's second? What's third? That's a secret place conversation. What should I do first? Give that all your attention for that season. Then go here and do and then. But you need him to lead and guide you in all thy ways and knowledge him. And he'll direct your path. Balance, y'all, is the key. Sabbath, take some rest. Do what you like to do. Amen. We're going to go there Wednesday. Sabbath is a major part of balance. Some of us are just too tired to make sound decisions. Do you ever just be so tired? Like, I don't care. Whatever, y'all, whatever you want, I don't care. You're overwhelmed because you're not balanced. Your life is at stake. Everything connected to you is at stake. Learn to balance. Don't keep everything, but don't throw away everything. Lord, lead and guide me in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for balance. We thank you for a fair exchange of things. We thank you for the wisdom on what to spend next. We thank you for wisdom on what to put our weight on next. We won't be so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, but we won't be so carnally minded that we're no spiritually good. So, Father, give us balance for our lives. Let us love what you love and hate what you hate. Give us balance for our lives. Let us have fun when it's time to enjoy and let us buckle down and get serious when it's time to narrow down and marginalize. Let us cut what we need to cut. Let us keep what we need to keep. Only you can tell us. So we lean and depend on you in the name of Jesus. Let us not be frustrated, angry, upset, all as a result of balance. They always want me to do this. They always want me to do this. They always want me to do this. Maybe it's because I'm not doing enough for myself. So I'm frustrated anytime anybody asks me anything. But it's not that they're asking me too much. It's that I don't balance my life. So give us balance in the name of Jesus. And we'll praise your name in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.